Welcome to the Fail Forward podcast. The purpose of this podcast is change the negative stigma around failure into a positive. Failure is only a negative if we do not learn from it and we give up. Welcome back to the Fail Forward podcast. Today, I have the CEO adventurer, John Beamson, with me today. Um, we've met only online so far i'm really looking forward to a trip that i'm going on in february uh, where you're going to be pushing me out my limits but welcome to the podcast john henry uh what a phenomenal morning to be alive and what a fantastic time to be on your podcast uh appreciate uh coming on the show so let's have a world-class podcast my friend let's do it happy days let's do it let's do it so john take me back as far as you need to go to give us context of how you became the ceo adventurer uh, first of all, great question, and uh, I suppose it comes down to uh, being able to ask yourself honest questions and thinking, what room do I need to be in, and who are the sort of people I need to be around to grow myself as an individual and to grow my business. Um, and that whole process came um, from an introduction to uh, Expert Empires, is is the honest answer. Um, so. That was the first initial sort of kickstart into becoming the CEO adventurer by heading down to Expert Empires and going on a, a, a half day, I believe it was, with Nick James. So that's where it, that's where it, the concept started. And then everyone loves, um, we call it constructive criticism, but I don't think anyone really loves it. But, <laughs> apparently, we, <laughs> but apparently we have to love it. So. Basically, Nick just gave a bit of an honest review in, into like what I was doing and a lot of the stuff that he said makes loads of sense about niching down and becoming the SME in your area and and looking to, you know, build a great client base. And it just got me thinking. And basically, there was one or two options. It was, what does he know? Or he's built successful businesses and I best be listening to people like him. Otherwise, I might as well just get a job. So I just went away and sort of rejigged a few things, um, rewrote a few things, got some professional copyright people involved, um, looked at how I was doing things, um, improved on sort of presentation. And, and what I mean by that is I used to uh, have a like a, a family car and I thought, does this really fit with the brand of me going to pick up a CEO MD high performance individual from their house? Is this what they're expecting to see when, when I turn up at your house? And the honest answer was, no, it's not. So I went and bought an L200 pickup because it's on brand with, with, with what I do. So that is, again, investing in myself by uh, improving the presentation. And then every, every time I went to pick somebody up, they were like, oh, I thought you'd have like a pickup or like a Land Rover. No one said, oh, I thought you'd have a, I thought you'd have a saloon car like me, dad. No one ever said that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <but> like, <laughs> the, and at the time, Henry, it was a gamble because I didn't need a pickup. I'd, I'd worked fine until this point without one. And I was like, you know, again, my money patterns, oh, my insurance, not as good on fuel, tires. Instead of thinking bigger picture, I was very much at that like micro start of it thinking, oh my God, if this doesn't work. Instead of thinking when this works, I'll be able to get, a better vehicle or, or, or whatever. Um, so that was the first thing I did. I improved the presentation by turning up in a vehicle that was on brand for um, the level of investment it, you know, to come and work with me. So everything's got to be right from, from the front end. And you know, as part of the empire's world, they're all about presentation from the moment you arrive in Birmingham to the moment you leave, 
presentation is always immaculate, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And so, um, yeah, one of the things that one of my other masterminds always say, and it's it's our speaker mastermind, is that um, feedback is the breakfast for champions. But you're right, <laughs> even though that is the breakfast of champions, it's still difficult to hear sometimes. But we all need it, right? And this is where you know, being part of mentors and masterminds, they they're there to give you those challenging. It's not all there to sort of sing your praises and go, yeah, yeah, keep on that trajectory. It's to challenge you and move you forward. So if you've always been so we were talking earlier um, before this podcast started about um, your previous life with coming and delivering stuff down at, um, at SO Refinery, just near where I live. So have you always been an adventurer, always been loving the outside? So, so what, what, was, what was it like? What was your previous like comp- life compared to this and how did you get, get, get to where you are now? Yeah, so um, I suppose we'd best start with where... So the army was my sort of introduction into the outdoors. Um, joined the army, did the army thing, left, um, and I just and I just got a job. But in that job, I got very, I, I got very comfortable. Um, in fact, I loved it because who doesn't love being comfortable, right? It was very easy. Had a great sort of work-life balance, um, and I just got to a point where I thought. Am I going to be happy with this for the rest of my life? Is is this now what I want to accept? Like, you know, one good holiday a year, a decent house, a decent car. Am I saying is that is that what I'm comfortable with? And I thought the answer to that question is no, because um, I want I want more than that. Um, so I ended up getting into hiking. Uh, I ended up sort of falling in love with the outdoors. It became my sort of passion. Uh, went down the qualification route, so I went and got qualified as a as a mountain leader, navigation training, outdoor first aid, loads of different sort of um, core specific stuff about the outdoors, and then I got really interested in the whole sort of challenge based side, so national three peaks, Yorkshire three peaks, fan dance events, like things that were outdoor hiking but were sort of challenging and ha- had great branding and great presentation. And I thought, these are all really cool. And then I create, taking it to the next level. And then I, I basically created my own little business called Robust Tours. Um, robust Tours, you know, if you're not familiar with the word robust, um, where have you been living? Uh, you know, <laughs> everyone's sort of familiar. So very much on brand. And I created like a group of people who wanted to go out hiking, but were already at, like, they were already at a great level of fitness. So I attracted loads of people who were already fit and strong. And then we just went and did events. I did my own events. We did other people's events. And then I got, um, so I got into ultra distance stuff, um, which again, there's so much familiarities between an ultra distance event and running a business. It's crazy. Peaks and troughs, um, 70 and sunny, dire straits, um, not having the right kit to do the job. Like there's so much crossover between um, running a business and ultras. And then, I suppose, Henry, it came from the last CEO retreat weekend where we had the brilliant Sammy Bindell as a keynote where she said, you know, um, do you want to be funny or do you want to make money? And I thought, Phew, that's a that's a very interesting, very interesting question. And she knew the other brand really well. And basically, I was trying to put I was trying to be two things to two different audiences. And, and the simple answer at this point in my life I can't be that. So I got I had to choose one and I just went all in on the CEO adventurer side. I was sort of flitting between the two, between running ultra distance challenge events 
to running CEO one-to-one -one stuff. And they're two very different energies. So I had to just pick and I just naturally gravitated towards the CEO stuff because for one, I love working with people one-to-one. -one. Um, it's great to see people grow and get massive personal wins because a personal win, it, it goes into everything else that you do. If you're winning as an individual, then that comes into your family life, it comes into your business life, you, you kick off a great energy, people want to be around you. Um, so I was like, right, that's where I want to be. So I've just gone full in, fully submitted now, CEO Adventurer, closed the other business last year, uh, and this is it, CEO Adventurer. Um, having, great, I'm having a great time. <laughs> Love it, love it. So you're going back to you're in your comfort zone, and I always say your comfort zone, your danger zone. And I think so many people, you're right, live in their danger comfort zone because then you're never going to step out of it. So that, at that point of being in your comfort zone, you want more. That must have been quite challenging to then to then make the change. At this point, did you have kids? Did you have a wife? You know, have you? What, what was your current situation? Because that must have been a challenge just to step out of that comfort zone. Absolutely. So. I've got a long-term um, partner. I don't have any children, but my partner had become used to my way of life. So, you know, my our incomes matched each other. We had roughly the same amount of time off. Like, so it was comfortable across the board. So going to your partner and saying, hey, do you know we're living like a really cool life at the moment? Yeah, well, that's going to change. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, are you okay with that? Um you know, and it does because obviously when you're starting a business, cash flow, what you spend your money on, and it's took it's taken me like four and a half years, I suppose. I'm an overnight success like everybody else. It's took me four and a half years to get to a point now where actually I've just had my first holiday in four years um, because that was the first time that I've had the disposable income where I've gone, do you know what? I'm going on holiday because actually, um, for one, I deserve it, and, and not just me, my partner deserves it. Like she, she goes away with her friends, but I, I wanted to go away with my partner and have a have a holiday with my partner, like I used to. So there's the sacrifice on that side, and then you know trying to figure it out. You know, and 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 again, it's it's a process. So it is very hard because yes, it's your. This is my dream. It's not her dream, and I, I'm okay with the sacrifice. But is your partner okay with the sacrifice? And and how long does it take to, to run and start a successful business? And how do we measure success? But, I mean, it's, it's one of those, Henry, like I, I've sacrificed, like everyone sacrificed, because um, I'm attached to the outcome of where it's going to be, not where it is today. Um, and, 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 and it's certainly, I've definitely turned a point now where I can really see, uh, but again, I'm moving into a whole new area I was comfortable here, but now because of the people I'm now meeting and working with, I'm like, I've got to go again. You know, I've just, I've just actioned another website to be built. And I'm like, this is my fourth website now in like four years. And I'm like, and it just, you know, it's presentation, it's level of investment. And it like, you, you've got, you've got to go again. And I feel like that's how it's always going to be. And, you know, I was just looking at vehicles the other day thinking, this vehicle's fine, but you know, is it something I have to look at and think, actually, um, I might have to go up again because what I'm offering now, I've gone up again in, in regards to what I offer. And is this vehicle still at the level that I was a year and a half ago? And it might be an honest answer where it's like, well, it's time to trade this in and get something better. And I don't believe in, 
being flash for flash sake because it's about what you deliver not what you look like but still the presentation has to match everything exactly um, exactly so john what's your version of success what what do you see success because ev everyone's different right what's your version of success for me it's being happy henry happiness um you know going to sleep on a night not worrying about how am i paying the mortgage um being happy with what you do being happy with who you work with um being happy with your own work schedule if you want to take a day off in the middle of the week you're not in conflict about it you just do it um because i know, I know people who are really wealthy and they're not happy so wealth doesn't um equate to happiness yes it solves a lot of problems let's not be you know make things up wealth being wealthy definitely solves problems but I also feel like it creates a lot of problems as well because the people who I know who are wealthy tell me that they're always on guard about people because it's like they know I'm wealthy and they're here because I'm wealthy because they want money off me. So it's very hard to create friendships if people are coming towards you because they feel like they can get something from you. Um, so I feel like, because I'm sure a lot of people would say, oh, money, 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 everyone wants to be rich, but... I think, and I, I've not been rich yet, but I'll let you know when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And and so be, be, with that, um, with being happy, what is it that, you know, what is it about your business that makes you happy? What is the, what is the, the thing that really gets you going? Um, I'll use a guy who I've worked with now for a year, a guy called Mike Baxter, who got in touch with me last year, who was in a bad place um, personally, and we've worked it out all year. And to see how far he's come in regards to like his personal fitness, how he's moving his business forward, how he's moving his relationships forward. It's just a great thing to see. And he will, he will say to me privately, he's wrote like two or three blogs already saying, you know, working with John's been a dream. He holds me to account. Um, he gives me sort of encouragement. He pushes me when I need pushing. And he's a big fan of sort of, um, Get, getting the job done so I take great pleasure in seeing others become a great success and, and obviously you know kicking that on in their own business yeah absolutely love that absolutely love that because that is you know I think from my view from seeing wealthy people and meeting wealthy people and you're right there are a lot of wealthy people that aren't happy they've got money and obviously there's a lot of people without money that are unhappy but the ones that I really see um that are happy and the people that i see at the most happiest are the people that are helping and serving other people and seeing those turnarounds in people and seeing how people you know when you're you're what you're doing with your um with your business and helping people is that's the thing that's gonna really make you sleep well at night it's the thing that's gonna make you happy right oh a hundred percent and wanting to square the circle as well like wanting to pass great great referrals wanting to be um known as someone who's on the planet to do good um and and to try and you know make it a better place to live like this whole pass it forward thing henry like i absolutely live by it um i think it's so important every, every morning when we get up out of bed we have a decision to make am i going to be a great human being today or am i going to be a shit house like that's the choice and and for me i would rather come out my house and and go to costa and 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 order me coffee and go you know hello guys how you doing phenomenal time to be alive what 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 have you got coming up and have a proper conversation with them instead of just saying coffee 
no sugar and drive off like you you've got a, you've got a responsibility to, to to be nice and you be nice to them they'll be nice to somebody else and it's like a, it's just a big domino effect isn't it and you could be you could be that first domino that knocks over which sends on a great ripple effect in the world yeah, absolutely love that. We were actually at um, Nick James's place, Expert Empires HQ, the other day, and I was speaking to a lady, and we were talking about this exact thing about how you can help people. And she said she always felt responsibility to be the shining light for everybody, but she didn't feel like her she was bright. Her brightness was big enough. And then she said someone mentioned to her about you don't have to be bright, bright enough for everyone, but if you imagine lots of candles and everyone's just everyone, you're you're just a candle, and then you're lighting up someone else's candle, and then you put that together of millions of people then that is going to light up the world and i was like that's a great analogy i've not thought about it like that we don't all have to individually change the whole world but if we if we can be like you say when you get your coffee when you get in your different environments that you you are you are trying to light up other people's lives by just being a good person then that's definitely going to have a snowball effect on everybody isn't it yeah and like um Obviously, I'm a student of, of, of like Matt Irwell and the whole Elite Closing Academy. And like I do touch points with my friends, clients, customers, and it works. You know, if you get like a, a great voice note first thing in the morning or, 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 or a video message and it's funny, you're like brilliant. Um, and then you've got that energy to, 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 to take that on. I just think we've got a choice. And there's, there's too many people out there who, for me, they just bottle it. Like they just... It's, it's almost, it's dead easy to just course through life and neither be good or bad, but let's make some positive impacts. Like let's be, let's be happy. Let's be grateful for where we are, what we are and what we've got. Um, stop thinking about, oh, I wish I had a newer car. Wish I had a bigger house. These are all things that you can work towards if that's your ultimate goal. But for me, it's like, I've just met somebody new today in, in person. We've had a great meeting. Now we're both really excited about 2023. You know, me and you have spoke um, on and off. I'm really looking forward to meeting you in the flesh at the end of um, February. And for me, I'm really, I'm really, really excited for 2023. And um, I don't consume uh, media. I'm aware of what's going on, but I just choose not to consume it because I just feel like it's it's a negative energy and, and it can bum you out when really, you know, Name another time where it's better to be alive than right now because you know, I, I you know, 1066, not not a great year. Um, but all these are the time, all these are the time periods. Um, opportunities are plenty, but it's this is it. Do you have the mindset to wake up and think, right, today, who am I going to speak to, or who can I speak to that can make a massive impact in my life, or who can I make a massive impact in their life? It, it, that's how I think, Henry, without a doubt. Yeah, absolutely love that. And you're right, because I don't look at the media a lot and I have to have time away from even social media um, because it just it does draw a lot of negative emotions and feelings. And you never look at the news and go, oh, someone's just got, like someone's just recovered from cancer or someone's just, you know, got married and, uh, you know, they're, they're love of their life, it, you know, because that doesn't sell. Ne negative news sells. Right. And you're, you're right. People, we need to cultivate our minds like a like a beautiful garden. You know, we need to look after our minds. And you're, you're so right in what you're saying is 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 you know keeping away from that and and it is 
it is the it is the best time to be alive is right now the present moment right now today um and and with everything else that we we have in this world but we're, we're told that it's not that way so it does create a lot of negative stigma so when i first heard about you john i was an expert empires event and i was sat with charlie um and um he was talking about this adventurer guy and he was talking about dbs don't be shit so where, where did that yeah so that because uh, i'm asking this question because i feel like this is sub, something to do with what we're talking about but is that where that saying come comes from and where did that where did that start how did that start i'd love to sit here and say that um we were like the creators of the saying don't be shit but we're definitely not we've just sort of We've just sort of sort of reused it and rebranded it. Um, I believe it comes from uh, early early to mid two thousands of a, uh, someone running the um, Barclays Marathon, and it was said on like a Amazon show, "Don't be shit." It might be a woman called Courtney Dewalter, but don't don't quote me. But um, I just think it's a great saying, and, and what it also is, Henry, it's an instant qualifier and dequalifier of people because. If, if we meet and I say, hey, Henry, don't be shit, and you think, oh, I don't like that, then we never have to do business. So straight away, we we decided it's a no. It's not a great fit, John. Or you go, oh, yeah, don't be shit. I love a bit of that. And, and we can go <laughs> we can go from there. But um, a lot of people think don't be shit is like masculine, rah-rah energy. But it really isn't because if I only ever do like the outdoor challenge stuff, that's me sitting inside my comfort zone because that's all I ever do. So like recently, like towards the back end of last year, I did and I and I'll call it fluffy stuff. So I went and went and did some meditation, some breath work, stuff that normally I would be like, yeah, not for me. But because if I don't do it, that's me being shit because I'm only doing the things that I know I can do well. So actually, it's having that awareness to go. Well, it wouldn't be for me, but that's why I'm now going to move towards it and do it because what's where have I got that knowledge from that it's not for me because I've never done it before. If you've never done it before, how do you know it's not for you? So you've got to have that open-mindedness to go and do it. So, you know, don't be shit. Yeah, it sounds like a very, like, you know, it's like something David Goggins would say, but actually, if you can use that saying to whatever suits you best. So if you don't ever go and do challenge things, go and do them. If you don't do meditation, breath work, um, cold water immersion, or, or something that you think, oh, it's not my thing, then go and do it and see if it is your thing um, and stay within the boundaries of that stain. Um, yeah, cover, it, it's, it's a big, it's a big broad statement. Um, me and Charlie, obviously, we, we, we love by it. We, we live by it and we love it. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And and it's so I just picked up on that your comfort zone four and a half, five years ago was your was your job and everything. And now your comfort zone is adventuring. You know, that's your comfort zone. And it just shows when you get out of your comfort zone that it, you're always growing. You know, if you stay in your if you stay within your comfort zone, you quite often stay stagnant, don't you? Oh, there's so many people, Henry, who are big in their own wheelhouse. Like the it's no good being the biggest goldfish in your own house. Like, it really isn't. And you've got to have that mindset to go, well, if I'm telling people to be better, what am I doing to be better? Um, so I best be doing these things and I best be seen to do these things. Otherwise, I'm a fraud. Um, and I suppose it comes down to coaching. Only, only I want to say, two years ago, if someone had mentioned coaching to me, I'd have turned my nose up at it. I'd have been like... Oh, yeah, some, like, woo-woo stuff. And I wouldn't have even given it a second moment. But the moment I sort of 
unfucked myself and put my own ego to one side and thought, well, I, hang on a minute, a lot of really successful people do, use coaching. Um, and I'm going to sort of see if I, I'm going to follow the blueprint and see actually if there's a benefit. And of course there's a benefit. Of course there is. Um, and it's, it's something now that I actively think, especially with the people I'm working with, Right, I now need to get. I now need to find another coach, or I need to find something else because you've got to keep learning, haven't you? You've got to keep being challenged um, about your beliefs, what you think, and you've got to keep learning. Otherwise, you end up in a room, and you'd be like, "Oh my God, I, I thought I was a big fish. Actually, I'm not, um, and I'm out my depth." So you've just got to keep learning and 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 be okay that sometimes we go into rooms, and it's not all going to be about me, and it's not all going to be about you know, what I do, and can I go in there and, and hold conversations with people who are completely different than me? I think that's a um, that's a great skill, by the way. If you can do that, you, you truly are a master. Yeah, absolutely love that, John, because I, I didn't actually have the self-awareness. I ran a business for 10 years, and it went under, and I had to lose everything for me to realise that I needed coaching and, and masterminding, because I just thought, fuck that, I don't really do learning, and I don't really do... People tell me what to do, because I know what I'm doing, because I was so pig-headed and, and had an ego, and it was great great self-awareness to be able to, to to do that and you're right because so many people say why do I need a coach why do I need to be part of your mastermind why do I need to do be doing self-development and it's like well it opens your opens your mind up to so many other possibilities it gets you out your comfort zone you're challenged you get the accountability um, and, and quite often I'll have a, I'll have a mentoring call with somebody and they'll be like oh I knew this this is really obvious, but then sometimes it's right in front of you, isn't it? And you just need to be, you need to be, to be guided because sometimes we're just, our minds are elsewhere, aren't they? A hundred percent. Yeah, it, it, it's, a mass, it's a massive success and, you know, um, discount it, discount it at your own peril. I mean, if you, if, if every great like leader organization throughout the, throughout history has had a council which we would now call like a coaching or a mentorship, you know, um, because when you're just at the top of the tree yourself, who would you ask a question of? You, 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 your own ego won't let you go and ask down the tree. You've got no one above you. So you're like, well, I know everything then. And so that's it. I've won and until you haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was my biggest problem because I was the top of the tree and I had 47 staff working for me and I had no one to ask but my own, my own brain. And, you know, I think we always need to be learning and I wasn't doing that and the business was get, getting getting a lot bigger. Um, but going back to what you're saying about um, DBS, don't be shit. I, I, I love the awareness that you've had where you've gone, you know, okay, it is, you know, it isn't a masculine thing, but it could be seen to to be that. And the explanation around it makes so much sense. And you're then going off and trying other things that are aren't in your comfort zone. So how did you get on with doing those other things? Oh, Henry, I hated them. Now, um, and 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 I'm glad. I, like I'm glad because it, it it made me uncomfortable. And I got to I got to remember what it's like to be uncomfortable in things. Um, so like I went and went and did like an energy workshop and I was just like, this is just completely not my cup of tea, but I'm going to sit here and ask for two sugars and milk and I'm just going to, just going to take part in it. I'm going to fully commit to what I'm being asked to do and I'm just going to go with it. And it did make me feel uncomfortable, but I did take away some good stuff from it. And I thought, you know, I've gone and done something here that's not my thing. So next time someone says to me, yeah, it's all right for you though, because you do this all the time. Yeah, but I do do things that's not in my comfort zone. 
So I know what it feels like to turn up in a car park um, with people who you don't know on a thing you have no knowledge of um, and very much have that, like, lone stranger just standing there like, right, what am I doing here? But ultimately, you've got to do these things. I, I just, I, I truly believe it. Like, I, I think you should move towards the thing that you fear the most. So if it's heights, go high. If it's public speaking, start speaking. Um, if it's networking events, go to networking events. Like, if it's um, court, whatever, whatever the thing is, if, if we all sat down and said, right, give us one thing that you think, oh, it's not for me. Actually, why isn't it for you? And what is it about that that gives you, like, a thing? Because that's what maybe you should need to move towards because maybe in there, even if it's just a tiny bit of it, could really benefit you and really open your mind to something completely new. And And, and I think that's... That's so that's for me, that's that's worth it. Yeah, absolutely love that. Absolutely love that. And I know, so I know talking to you from the other day, your comfort zone is the is the ex extreme adventuring. And um you just casually dropped into a conversation that you just finished doing the three was it three peaks challenge? Yeah, so I did uh, But you're doing it seven days in a row. Yeah, is that so, right? Yeah. <laughs> so so again, um I'm and we'll move on to this as well. So I'm a big believer in this whole be the lighthouse, not the tugboat. So, you know, great, another little great saying. Um, but it's all well and good saying these little great sayings, Henry. But you've got to fucking live and die on them. You've got to show people that you don't just say these things, that you actually embody these things because legitimacy matters. It matters to me without a shadow of a doubt. So I, I had a client, Mike, he's had a great personal year. To finish the year off, he said to me, John, blah, blah, blah. What's another challenge I could do to finish the year off? Right, Mike, we'll do the Yorkshire Free Peaks. Um, it's a great challenge. Everyone's heard of it. Blah, 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 etc., etc. It'd be great for you. Bosh, brilliant, we'll do that. And like, that was like on a Thursday. Then I sort of just looked at my diary and I thought, I've actually got nothing on, really. So here's an idea. What about if I just stay, do this with Mike, then I'll just stay and I'll just do it every day for seven days. Because to as my you knowledge, as you, yeah, <laughs> as you do, and I thought, well, what I can also do here is with the people who I've worked with all year, the, the CEOs, the MDs, the business owners, I can invite them all to a day and say, look, I'm doing this anyway. Would you like to come and just spend the day with me? It'd be great. So I sort of thought, well, I'm making a bit of a networking thing and um, content, great. Uh, personal challenge. Yeah, I've never done anything like this before. And then actually, um, it was fantastic because it was about, yes, it was a great physical challenge, but it, I had to be the most consistent I've ever been in my life on that week. So that week for me was very much about routine and structure, about um, maintaining the deadlines, not getting too carried away, um, being bothered, you know, being bothered to do the little admin details like charge your headphones, um, make sure that your boots are clean, make sure that your stuff that you're wearing tomorrow is ready to go. All of these little things that make a big difference once you combine them together to help you achieve what you're trying to achieve um, is important. So, yeah, I ended up doing the Yorkshire Three Peaks every day uh, for seven days. Um, and I did every lap between uh, nine and ten hours every day. Uh 280 kilometers in a week with uh, 9,840 meters worth of ascent in a week. Um, so something like 66,000 steps a day, Henry, if, if we want to dress it into like that sort of language. 
Wow. 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 So yeah, just, just casually decided, oh, you know, if I'm up here, I may as well just do it every day for seven days. That's, you know, that is leading by example for sure. Like that, that you can't embrace that anymore um, with what you're doing. And, and I think you're so right because it's like me with my tree surgery mastermind. I'm running a tree surgery business and I'm running that, trying to run that business as the most successful way we possibly can. Everything that I do in my business, I, I, I then relay that to all my mentees um, to, to be, to be the right leader. And, and then you're doing that with your, with your, um, with what you're doing in your adventuring. So what were your biggest challenges over those seven days? Um, obviously, uh, I say, obviously, if you don't, if you're not from that world, it's not obvious, but the, the weather is a challenge. Um, December. So the, one of your first challenges is, am I okay with being out in the dark? So that's the first thing you need to uh, embrace because we've, We've always feared the dark as human beings. You know, we've all we always have ever since the sort of dawning of time, the caveman. Um, we were always back in our caves before the sun went down. And there was definitely times where I was like, right, well, I will be out at night time, um, going across fields and over mountains in the dark. And am I okay with that? Um, answer is yes, I'm okay with it. Uh, that's a challenge. Um, knowing that I'm going to see the exact same scenery every single day. So I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to, there's no visualization anymore. There's no excitement about climbing the mountain because I've just climbed it yesterday and the day before and the day before. So how can I keep myself motivated when it's no longer sexy, when it's no longer getting the same social media interaction and people are messaging me going, ah, oh, John, you're a beast. So once all of that sort of external validation goes, how am I still going to motivate myself to be like, no, this is what we said we were going to do. So let's carry on. Um, Obviously, you know, it's a very hard challenge. So you've got to be able to manage your own body, um, manage your uh, doubts because you do get them when you're doing something like that. You get a lot of time on your own. So you get a lot of time to question yourself. And, and, and can you keep upbeat? And can you keep saying to yourself, why am I doing this again? What, who's this for again? Um, and so you've got to have that sort of stuff. And then when Did you, you ever the, want to give up? Nah, honestly, hand on heart, and I'm not just saying it, there was definitely times where I thought, this is um, <laughs> <laughs> But there was, no, there was no pointing out throughout the challenge um, where I thought, nah, I'm going to sack it, because that's not what fucking John Beamson does. It doesn't sack it. Um, there was times where I was like, oh, this is fucking dire, this. I've picked a right challenge here. However... <laughs> All I did, Henry, is I didn't think about day seven on day one. All I thought about was the first half of the day one, the first summit, the second summit, the third summit, and I just broke the day down into structure all the time. So again, now we're back to we're back to systems and structure, business systems and structure. Right, do what do do the mountain that's in front of you. Let's not think about the one that's thingy that's twenty k's away. We're not there, so we don't have to worry about it. So very much do what's in front of you. And then when I got back to the accommodation, I had routine in, um, check all my equipment, make sure I've not lost anything. Brilliant. Um, pint of Coke, obviously calories, sugar, give yourself that lift. Um, do a quick post on social, up to my room, shower, hang everything up, get changed into comfy clothes, downstairs, high calorie, high calorie food. And then I was like, right, got to be in bed for nine o'clock in bed for nine, and what I did was I removed the batteries out of the remote, and I unplugged the telly, and then I put the batteries in one drawer and the remote in the other, and then my phone I had on charge, but on the other side of the room, 
because I thought remove remove distraction or make it a, a, enough of a difficulty where actually can't be asked to watch telly because it's too much of a bother. So I would just come in and just go to bed and drink water and, and, and just that was my life. That's what I did for seven days and then get up in the morning and stretch, bit of yoga, get ready, breakfast and then between 7 and 7.30 I'd put on like... Um, I'd put on some goggins or I'd put on some like motivation stuff and I'd really psych like I'd really psych myself out to the point where like emotionally it was starting to like make me want to cry. Do you know when you get to that like real fucking I was like itching to go, but I was like, no, we start every day at this time, so that's what time we start and then just out the door like a madman, like literally because I thought that I need to set the, the the fucking tone of the day. I need to let these mountains know that I'm fucking serious and I'm not afraid of them and I'm going to set the tone and the tempo which I'm going to go at you. So the first mountain every morning, I just took his head off, Henry. Like, absolutely, absolutely just went to war on it. Like, you know, music on, singing, shouting. You know, I know you're saying the whole cigar thing and I'll come on to that as well, but I was like literally shouting, what fucking time is this hill getting started? And that is like a mental sort of, that's rah-rah energy. I call it rah-rah energy. That's me really fucking pumping out the masculinity saying I'm here and I'm fucking serious so you better be and once you got that first one ticked off it's a big psychological win you're like yes first one's done you can see the second one from the first one and I'd be like shouting at, on top of the first one at the second one I'm fucking coming for you I'm fucking coming for you and like that gives you that big energy and then I'd just be on it from after then like I'd, 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 I'd be psyched up absolutely psyched up but what that also does is you've got to be careful with that energy because it, it can consume you and it can take you like it can take you off the thinking and the strategy point of view because you're managing your body as well, right? Because um, that energy is all about come on, charge around, let's finish it. But it's not longevity energy. You can't you can't let that run forever because it will burn you out. So it was like right, let let that have its moment in the sun. Calm down. Think about what we're doing. Food, water. Anything that was starting to hurt, like, you know, scratching or rubbing or I can feel this, stop, address, assess, and then carry on. So I was very much like like a military machine, just getting into like a battle rhythm where I was just walking fast, not really had any thoughts, and just allowing the process and, ju and just being like in a flow. And then it was like time to climb another mountain and I'd be like, right, let the animal out. And then the animal would come back out and it'd be like, come on, let's fucking have it. And then we'd fly up the next, <laughs> we'd fly up the next mountain, and like get to the top, right? Reset. Let's you know, let's not lose anything. Let's not because the amount of people, Henry, who get to the top of summits, celebrate, put the phone down, take the hat off, put the gloves down, walk away. Oh shit! And then you've created chaos in your own world by by having shit admin. So it's very much about controlling all of these emotions. So you can imagine. When you finish a day like that, when you've been thinking as hard as that all day, and the physical side of it, you're both physically and mentally tired. And there was a time when I was in the hotel, when I was in the, the hotel on the night time, uh, the station in, they got a lovely log fire, and I was around the log fire, and there was people trying to talk to me, and I had to say, look, I'm really sorry, I don't have the capacity to talk to you, because I'm 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 fucking I'm wrecked. And I need to recover tonight. And I, um, recovery now is just sitting in this chair with the log fire on, drinking water, and just 
allowing my body to recover and I can't have a conversation with you about why am I doing this and why you don't do this and you know I would never do that and and you've got to be aware of that thing because everything that we do it draws out of the power pack of, of our bodies so having a great conversation like today before I come on this call with you I sat here for 15 minutes and just visualized me and you having a great fucking chat like I haven't just come in off the street and gone Oh shit, yeah, Henry. Oh, where's my head foot? Like, I'm ready for it. Do you know what I mean? But that's I'm I'm aware that I have to be like this to, to for one give you the podcast that you need and you deserve, and so that I come across in a manner that people are listening for. Fucking hell, who's that guy? I need to start spending some time with him. And it's this whole, it's it's this how you do anything. It's how you fucking do everything attitude that you know me and Charlie and, and a few others that we live by, and we and we were adamant that that's how you must be. So. That was my personal challenge last year. Do something that says to people, I am fucking legit because that is important. It's important to me and it's important that the people that I work with and, and you know, the reason why I did the Yorkshire Free Peaks, Henry, logistically it's um, about an hour and a half away from me. I've done the route many times and I've earned the right. This is the most important one. I've earned the right to try and take on that challenge. There's a lot of people who create challenges and they've not earned the right to go and do them. They haven't bought enough time on the hill to go and take on these challenges, and then it all goes Pete Tong, and you end up having to do this post, oh, well, today wasn't my day because, insert excuses here. When the, when the simple answer is, point the finger of blame and three hours fucking point back at you. So I, I never blame anything else apart from my own, you know. Whenever I fail things, I've just gone, I failed because I've, I failed. Um, and I have to learn from it, so it's, it's important. So like I've done other challenges, but this was definitely the biggest challenge I've ever done in regards to like physical effort, mental effort, and obviously it's the first week of Christmas. Ah, oh, but it's Christmas, John. Yeah, great story, mate. I'll, I'll have another fifty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so John, I'm, I'm a, John, take me. You just mentioned about failure and like you know talking about that and being failed for podcast. You know what does what does failing mean to me and what does what to, to me to you and what does fail forward mean to you? I think failure for me is when you keep like, I think when you get angry when you fail, I think that's real failure. When you get really frustrated and you get really angry and you start. Oh, um, th th there's a big thing at the moment in the outdoors where a lot of people are blaming um, mapping mapping so software for them getting lost in the hills. And I'm like, that's the biggest fucking cop-out I've ever heard. Um, there's only one person who's, whose fault it is. It's you for not having a backup system, not being efficient with a map and a compass, where now you're blaming an app you didn't design on a phone you didn't build. <laughs> like it's insane. No like, accountability, right? No just accountability. No accountability. Oh, it, it was the it was the mapping it was the mapping app's fault. Wow, what, amazing. So for me, failure for me is when you start doing that. When you start going, oh, it wasn't my fault. It, uh, who can I blame? Like that to me is failure. Like, um, uh, and as well, there's things I've definitely failed one hundred percent. Like this, when I first got going in this business, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this one. So we talked uh, before there about um, constructive criticism. So when when I first got going and I was running sort of events for like uh, everybody to come on, um, a woman sent me a, a a form like a constructive criticism form, and I just basically just replied to her saying, "Yeah, how many times have you fought the Taliban?" That was literally because Henry, I didn't know how to take it, and and she was attacking my baby. And if someone attacks your baby in the street. 
<laughs> you don't like it, do you? So I handled that. I handled that terribly, and I would handle that now in a very different manner. Um, but for me, when you start again saying, "Well, I'm not wrong. You're wrong for saying that I'm wrong." Like that's terrible. Like not being able to go, "Okay, what's the point?" Um, just let me have a moment before I take it on. So for me, it's when you, so when you blame other people and, you, and there's no responsibility on your shoulders, that ultimately me, that for me is failure. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because uh, it's it's the, the when when something goes wrong and then suddenly someone starts blaming or not being accountable for their own actions, then they're never going to learn from it. And that's where the learning comes. And sometimes it's really tough to have that, you know, have that self awareness and look at it and look within and go, okay, so what am I doing differently? What could I do differently next time? But the real true, you're right. The real true way of failure is to blame everybody else, and then and then all you're going to do is keep failing, right? Ah. Oh. A hundred percent. You just you're just rolling into your next failure. Like you're just going straight along into it. Um, and 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 it's and it's ultimately it's just not good enough, is it? Like, and and you've got to go and be in the room with people who talk about failure, and then you get to understand what failure is. And then it's just it's an important thing to to learn from. Yeah, hundred percent. So, John, tell me and tell the listeners um, because I'm still I, I'm still I've not been on the adventure yet which we're doing at the end of end of february so we talked about it a little bit earlier you've taken your adventure mindset and what you do and now you're helping ceos in 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 helping them on a weekend so what does it all entail tell us more so um we run it uh at a, a retreat weekend called only the brave so straight away only the brave great name um Scot scottish sort of base there and um, we run it in uh galloway We've got a great working relationship with a farm, uh, a working farm. Uh, that's where we host the weekend from. It's a great environment. It's very relaxed, but very, very plush as well. Uh, the first night is all about, I suppose we would use the word soft networking, but it's a, a, a chance for us to let our guard down and talk to people um, of our peer, to ask questions and, and, and listen and ask and learn from what they've done and, and ultimately get the answers that we need to get and create great connections. And I believe that is done from small, intimate groups of people. Um, I would rather be in a room full of four people who are absolutely world-class than 30 people who are only there because the, the, uh, they get Friday afternoon off if, if they go to this networking event. Do you know what I mean? Like I would rather be in a room for the people who are committed. And, and those numbers, Henry, are always small numbers. You know what I mean? If everyone was committed, we'd live in a very different world, wouldn't we? Um, so it's all about who's in the room um, and then the next day, there's an option between sort of coming with me um, on what I call an adventure hike, which is very much I lead from the start, but then I, I very much involve the people who come with me. I ask them questions. I get them involved with the sort of navigation side. We go out and we make decisions. Um, we, make, we make successful ones. We make um, wrong ones. But every time we do this, we ask questions and we, we understand why and how and what would we do differently. And it's it's from a total point of non-judgment. It's just about getting involved and having the having the bollocks to make a decision because ultimately leadership is about decision making and 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 having the having the you know the sort of substance to stand up and make those decisions. And then the other side of it, um, people go with a guy called Chris Waldron, um, and they have a sort of more of a low level day where he sort of runs something similar, but he sort of, he sort of comes at it from more of like a knowledge side of point of view where he talks a lot about the history of Galloway and the Bruce Stone, the battles that have been fought around there, the history of the of, of Glen Trool and and it, obviously it's a bit more suited to uh, the 
the levels of the individuals who come on the day. And then it's back to the accommodation for masterminding on the, on the Saturday night. Peter's around the log burner, some beer, that's your tickle. And, and that's another great way to talk about your day, your experience, and then just allow that honest conversation to come. And then the next morning, we go and do clear pigeon shooting, um, which I just think is a lot of fun. And uh, you get some great Instagram videos as well. <laughs> so <laughs> some great, some great slow-mo. And uh, it, it's, a, it's a chance to have a retreat weekend that isn't totally um, saunas and steam rooms. There's nothing wrong with those sort of retreat weekends, but I believe, again, you should try and be in a room that's different to the one that you normally like to be in. So Scotland in February, as you're aware, will be an interesting place weather-wise. Um, we could be really lucky. Uh, I don't particularly subscribe to the to the saying bad weather. I just believe there's weather and it's how you interpret it in your own mind and your equipment that you wear, which dictates what sort of day that you have. Um, you as a tree surgeon, you, you'll have worked in all sorts of weather and you know how to manage it when, it when it comes in. So it's just a case of this is what we've been dealt. How do we still manage it to get the outcomes that we need to make it a success? So it's just about that. And that's the that's the weekend in a very small nutshell. And what I like to do, Henry, like I did with yourself, is um, I don't believe that everyone is a great fit. And, and I'm an absolute adamant that we must have a conversation and I must understand what you need to get from it so it's a success for you. Um, so sometimes when I speak to people, they say, oh, well, just, just, just send us a link. And it's like, yeah, it's not really a just send us a link. <laughs> what you're really telling me there is you're not really asked and you, maybe you'll read it if you're on the toilet and I know what this weekend delivers and, and the people who came on the last one will tell you what they got from it and, and myself, I'll tell you what I got from it. It, it. The last weekend for me forced me to think bigger and make big decisions and ultimately they are now paying success in 2023. Um, because I don't just go in there and say, oh, well, it's my event and I'm I'm just here to, you know, make sure you have a great weekend. I'm there to learn as well. And every time I go, I come away with something new. So it's the power of the room. And, and again, just because I'm the host doesn't mean that I, like, I can't learn because ultimately the people coming on the weekend, they're, they're, they're either building a business, built businesses, you know, wherever they are in their own journeys, of course I can learn from them. And I just want to... Um, I want to give them what they need and what they need sometimes is a robust day out in Scotland <laughs> because you get, it makes you anything that makes you honest Henry has got to be great for you hasn't it anything it's it's got to make you sort of I say it lets the veil slip a little bit you know we all have this like business language that we use when we're in certain environments but actually I love being out with people when they go oh for fuck's sake like when that honesty comes out and you and it gets a bit difficult. So for me, that's what we're trying to, that's what we have created and that's what we're going to carry on creating. And, you know, we have a keynote speaker as well on the Friday night. I believe that's important to to sit there and, and listen to where someone else has come from. And there's always similarities, I, I believe. There's always like a hardship. Um, you know I, know, I know you've told me about yourself, with, with you losing a business, um, how you got back up, how you deal with, with you know, um, issues, staffing, discipline, you know, people not doing what they said they were going to do. And it's about being around an environment of people who are there to, to learn and, and to get better. And that's my job to make sure that that room's full of those people. And that's why phone conversations is an absolute must, Henry. 
Yeah, absolutely love it. And I'm, and this is going to be, even though I was a tree, uh, I've been a tree surgeon, It's been, that's probably 10 years ago since I was on the tools. And since then, I've got a bit too fair weather for my own liking. And yes. this is going to be out of my comfort zone again. I get frustrated these days, even when I get wet on a school run. So this is why, you know, you're right. It's like, this is going to be out of my comfort zone but it's exactly what I need the last retreat I went on was what Nick James's one which was fantastic but it was a spa weekend and that's well in my comfort zone you know that going and chilling out and on a golf course and talking you know lots and just being in a warm warm building and I'm just so looking forward to just getting out and and being put put through my paces in a in a in a in a sort of a different environment and being outside my comfort zone so I'm absolutely buzzing for it, it it's Galloway um, if you didn't know, Robert the Bruce defeated the English, uh, a much more established, much more well-equipped um, English army in Galloway because he used the terrain of Galloway to his advantage because, again, he used the right tools for the right job, which, again, comes back to business. So Galloway has defeated many an Englishman over the years, and I know a few more that it's defeated in the last few uh, <laughs> and I include I include myself in there as well. But every time I go, something great happens, another great memory, and I've got so many fantastic memories of Galloway. It's such a beautiful place, um, and it, it's just a it's a great place to do business. It really is, and um, we will have a, a fantastic weekend. I can guarantee you that. And now that I know that you don't like rain or, or you're not a fan of it, what I'll do is I'll put a request in. I'll put a request in <laughs> to make sure <laughs> to make sure to make sure he's absolutely chucking it down. <laughs> yeah, love it. Bring it on. Bring it on. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, cool. So if um if anyone's listening and what and and think they think this really floats my boat, how do they get in contact with you, John? Um, so the best way to do this is uh, LinkedIn for me. That's the best uh, way. So John, uh, the CEO adventurer on LinkedIn, um, send me a message. But ultimately, my, my phone number is there as well. So if you think, do you know what? I'm just going to ring him. Just ring me and we'll have a, we'll have a conversation because that, that, that's why we're on this earth, isn't it? To have conversations with people. So ring me. Um, uh, I'm just in the process of uh, actioning a brand new website. So unfortunately, there's no website as of yet because that classic saying... Rome wasn't built in a day, and every time I keep building a new wall, I've got to add a new another one. So uh, it's Love in process. It. But yeah, LinkedIn for me, Henry, is the best place to get me. Um, I'm really active on there, and I'll happily have a conversation with uh, anyone who's who's interested in a robust. Uh, weekend that's going to offer lots of learning. Oh, I'm excited for it myself. <laughs> yeah, love it. Well, what we'll do for the audience is we'll put the your um, links in the um, show description. So we're now um, naturally coming to the end of this podcast episode. So have you got any final words for our listeners? Yeah, um, don't be. That's that's that. <laughs> that is that is my that's my wisdom. We've all got a, a, a choice every day. Um, when you wake up. And that's what I want you to ask yourself when you wake up every morning today. Am I going to be or am I not going to be And the answer is, don't be So there you go, Henry. Love it. Oh, it's been a brilliant episode. Thank you so much for coming along, John. And I'm very much looking forward to our, uh, our weekend in February. Thanks for being part of Fail Forward. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Thanks, Henry.